Welcome to an episode of Find Your Voice, a movement led by yours truly, Aaron Dew, a guy who has overcome crippling anxiety, adversity, and difficulty like so many of you in life, whose main goal now is to help you combat your excuses, take control of your life, write your own story, and most importantly, find your voice. So now, without further ado, I welcome the host of the show himself, Mr. Aaron Dew. What's going on, people? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Find Your Voice. My name is Aaron, and as always, I am the host of this show. So today, I'm going to be bringing you our youngest ever guest on the show. Now, I was a little bit skeptical, if I'm completely honest, of having somebody so young coming onto a show like Find Your Voice, because Find Your Voice, generally speaking, it's people who have gone through adversity gone through obstacles and problems and then all of a sudden I sat back and I thought hold on a second this is the exact kind of person we need on this show because I'm sitting here and almost making this judgment which is um, again showing something that I need to be aware of and learn from that people going through their teenagers and going into transition into adulthood haven't got a voice and that's not what I wanted this show to be about so anyway I'm going to be completely honest he over-delivered. In fact, he was the star of this show and I'm very grateful that he shared his experience because there's so many things he mentioned in this episode that made me kind of think back to how easy I suppose my life was growing through that transition and many of us listening to this because I checked the demographics are a lot older than Balraj's and we never had to go through the social media constraints and the problems and that external validation that these children and teenagers are going through today. So it's a very, very good episode in terms of one for anyone who's going through this transition i.e the teenagers who i'm hopefully trying to get to listen to this show to inspire and motivate but more importantly it's just as important for us slightly older people who maybe forgot what it was like growing up to hear somebody's perspective of how different life is so we talk a lot about intent we talk about the types of people that you come across in life but we also talk about some stuff that just really blew my mind that I was talking to a teenager especially when I think back to what I was like growing up because I was not this emotionally aware in fact I was just figuring it out and again that last bit there figuring it out is something that we go on to talk about quite a bit in this episode because irrespective of where you are in this journey In this wonderful thing called life, we're always just trying to figure it out. So hopefully you find this useful, especially towards the end of the show, because his last two answers were incredible and they were very poetic. And then I happened to realize that he has a poetry account on Instagram, which kind of made sense. So uh, a kid with a huge future ahead of him. I'm very grateful that I've managed to tap into the younger demographics as well. I'm very grateful for Barrage's time. And I hope you all really enjoy this episode. So without further ado, let's jump into it. Okay, people, I'd just like to start this show by welcoming Balraj to the show and thanking all the listeners for tuning in today. How are you doing today, my friend? Yeah, I'm not too bad, man. I'm not too bad. Hope everyone's well. Thanks for letting me come on the show. Ah, oh, you're very welcome, my friend. So um, I think to start this show, I think it's really important that the listeners get to know you a little bit. So if you wouldn't mind, if you can just kind of give us a brief introduction into the life of Balraj, please. Yeah, uh, well, so obviously I went to around four primary schools. Can't really remember too much about it, if I'm honest. I mean, I know I got excluded for one, but then uh, as I went along, we moved house quite a bit. Went to one school that was pretty racist. I was like, what, like the third brown person there. So it was like I was getting called like the P word most of the time. Mm. And I was like, what the hell's going on? So being quite young in primary school, I didn't really enjoy primary school too much because 
always felt like an outsider. I don't know if it was because I was moving so much or mm. maybe I just wasn't people's kind of guy, which is not a problem. And then, um, I don't know, I just literally got into high school and then I was like, well, I don't want that happening again. <laughs> it's not something I want happening. Teenage hormones as well started kicking in, you know, that was raging. Different kind of world with high school, you're thinking, what's going on here? And then really from like year seven, I mean, if if I'm honest, when I was in year seven and year eight, I was a bit, bit of a naughty kid, I won't lie. I used to end up in isolation quite, quite a lot. I'm not sure. Well, I am sure why, but I feel like the school was quite strict as well. Mm-hmm. So any little minor thing I did would basically be picked up on, which is not a bad thing. I guess it taught me to mature much quicker. And this just kind of lasted to around year 10. And I was like, well, it ain't about who's got the biggest, the biggest this, the biggest that. Mm-hmm. Who can do this? Who can do that? Because in reality, it doesn't make any difference at all. It's just who can crack on with themselves and look after themselves. And then when I got to about year 11, it just kind of semi just came out of my shell a bit more. Because, okay. you know, kind of a person that loves to talk to people. I'm not sure why. <laughs> Always been my thing, you know, even now this is like being on the podcast, direct messaging you before, mm-hmm. you know. I just love talking to people. Instead of me being stuck to my phone all the time, I'd rather speak to somebody and be mm. like, okay, I can intake this knowledge from you. How can I apply this to my life? Oh, you can do it like this. So like Aaron, you may say to me, oh, do it this way. And I may not have even seen this other perspective because mm. I may be so, maybe, I don't know, deluded with my own, which is better for me to realise. Obviously, social media, you know, your phones are great, but sometimes a lot of people just end up stuck to it, even myself at times as well. Of course, yeah. But it was weird because like when I was in like year seven, like onwards high school wise, I always thought to myself, why am I not fitting in? It doesn't make any sense. Why can I not do what they're doing? Why can I not do what the older people are doing? Not realizing that I should have enjoyed it more in the moment. So I was like, okay, cool. That's not a problem. And then as soon as I started to come up my shell, about year 11 time, you know, I started speaking to more people. It was like a lot more people were coming to me. Came to sixth form where it was pretty much the biggest change. Definitely fully came out of my shell, I would say. And you know, not in a cocky way. Oh, I'd say I'm quite a talkative, bubbly, loving and caring person. Mm-hmm. So I guess this kind of came with uh, some baggage as well, because I, 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 could, I couldn't even realise with somebody that was trying to maybe mess me around in front of my face. I wouldn't realise because I think they have the same heart as me. Mm. So I wouldn't even realise anything like that. And then obviously, you know, you, you live and learn, obviously, <clears throat> as you're growing up. And I think for teenagers now, it's hard because everybody's trying to... Yeah, sorry for the language, but fuck each other over mm. unless they're really genuine because they're like, oh, I have this or my dad's got this. My mom's got this. What does yours has? What does your has? Yours mm. have. I've got this PlayStation. You don't have it. Oh, you don't have it. Why not? Or, you know, just the little mm-hmm. minor things, mm-hmm. which is, you know, it's normal part of general growing up. But I guess you don't realize that until you actually do start to grow up. And like me growing up into a man now, bit mm. of an awkward age at the moment, 19, kind of in the middle, teenager turned into a young actual man now if you know what I mean like 18 <laughs> years the normal designated age anyways for when they say you're a young adult but it's you're still in that in between mm-hmm. if you know what I mean and then um yeah like obviously then I went to uni as well so just finished my first year basically thought I'd stay out first year get a bit more independence and you know get, get an actual experience of like the halls or wherever like you know how everybody hypes it up or whatever and um it was a great experience. I met some amazing people, really amazing people. Some people with some really good hearts, but you meet some, uh, you meet some weird ones as well. You meet <laughs> some really weird people. You, you know, some people may just want to use and abuse. Mm. Some people actually may want to hang around with you, but some people just want to distract you. So you've just got to make sure that you stay true to yourself and keep with a good heart at all times. So it seems that up until at least university, you were trying to 
one, figure out who you are, but two, also figure out how people are. And I suppose, especially with the last one, it doesn't really change. I mean, I'm a little bit older than you, but I still go through that situation where I'm still trying to figure out why people are the way they are or why certain people don't act the way for instance that I act so I will always go in with good intentions and then all of a sudden you'll realize that other people's intent isn't necessarily the same as yourself so I suppose a piece of advice having gone through that probably a little bit more than yourself is just try and at least be weary of people's intent because some people might come across as almost like the greatest people that you've ever seen but then you will find later on once they get what they need to extract from you as a person you'll find they'll kind of disappear so that's just kind of like a piece of advice but you touched on some uh, prevalent things that I can definitely um, think about when I was a kid so especially in the Punjabi culture the the whole drinking and how much can you drink it's a purely ego thing 100% I fell into that I fell into almost damaging my health at the fact of I need to keep up with people when I drink whereas now I'd like to think of myself as slightly more matured if I don't fancy a drink I would just say that's enough for me and I'll kind of walk away from it but again it's a learning lesson a few points I've just made a note of as well that I wanted to just touch on so you were always a naughty kid and you're always uh, I mean you got yourself excluded for trying to bite somebody's nose but then all of a sudden things started to change and you said something which I thought was quite important and it was you opened up and the moment you started to open up you felt people started to gravitate towards you more I just want to ask in relation to that then was that a sort of force thing or was that just you thinking okay there's no point me just being this shy person when I have so much more to show to the world obviously I was looking at other people thinking how are they doing this why are so many people coming to them Mm -hmm. I just thought you know what I'm worrying too much about other people now you know, I, I actually need to listen. And like for me, like I've always been quite open. Anyways, quite a, if I want something or if I want if I want to know something or I want to say something, I will say it because I just get that off my parents as well. Because if they want to say something, they'll just say it. they don't they don't beat around the bush. I, mean, I don't see the point either. Because mm-hmm. then you're just hassling around, making more fuss than needs be. Mm-hmm. So then, I, literally, I just started to be myself, and I was like, okay, it's about end of year eleven, more in sixth form as well. And a lot of people are coming to me, and I was like, okay. This is a bit weird. I don't really know how to handle this. Mm. And what I found was it just came with a lot of baggage as well because a lot of people were coming to me, but I was like, even me, me being a dumbass at times, I wouldn't realize that some people were just there to use me for popularity or whatever it was. And it, it's okay though because, like, I learned from it. Like, mm. it made me learn that some people, like, you, you don't need to hang around with these people all the time. You don't need to hang around with a popular crowd. It just doesn't make a difference. Mm. We should be working towards better in the world. Mm. Absolutely. I, th- I think that's a valid point. And just on that basis, you just reminded me of something that you said earlier as well. So you said initially, obviously, you find it difficult to fit in. And then you said, which is not a problem, like literally straight after. And I thought that was that was quite a clever point that you made. Plus, it also shows your intelligence that you're thinking a lot differently. Because at that age, it is all about fitting in. It is all about being the coolest kid on the yeah. block, getting the most likes on Instagram and being that, that kind of person. What I want to ask you is... When you started to be yourself and things were more positive, and obviously you noticed this and you've just explained it, do you know why you wasn't yourself prior to that? I just think I always quite since since being young, I've always been quite observant, mm. a bit more like a bit, a bit of an like always been an overthinker. I'm not sure why. It's just I've always thought that I need to be doing more than I need <clears throat> than I am, or I need to be doing better. Mm. But you can't be because like that's that's where I got to university now and i've only just realized now that you can't be perfect in everything you do mm-hmm. and 
me being like a lot of perfectionist when I was in school, you know, I always wanted to get the best grades, etc. You know, GCSE was okay. You know, sixth form, I did quite well. Mm-hmm. And I just thought you could be perfect. But as a human, you just can't be perfect. So then I started to realize, just be myself. I'm always going to have my flaws as everybody else will have their flaws. Mm-hmm. It just depends who wants to stay with you and still accept your flaws and accept who you are 100% I think you just hit the nail on the head there as humans you can't be perfect there is no such thing as perfect and this is one of the things that I suppose even when I started this podcast it was to show people look I'm just a shy person I'm an anxious person even in this conversation with yourself I'm making mistakes I'm forgetting my words and stuff as well and sometimes it's about embracing your vulnerabilities your weaknesses and then next time just trying to be that little bit better so uh, I, th- I think that's a very good lesson for anyone in your situation. And just, I'm going to finish it actually on another thing that you mentioned as well, which was when you said in relation to how people may not have the same intent as you, is that it's okay, you learn from it. And it sounds easier in hindsight, but I think if we can all take our experiences yep. in life, not not as a personal attack, but more as a sort of learning experience, I think it helps your mental sanity a lot more. So I've had people, for example, where a similar situation to yourself where I'm thinking why hasn't that worked out or why is the person acting in this way that you know a normal person wouldn't think is ethical or the right way Mm. and then rather than dwelling on that and then thinking I'm not worthy of receiving a good person in my life what I do is I take that as a lesson and I think okay fair enough that person's got what they wanted out of this relationship but next time I'll have more experience and I'll be wiser from it and if a similar type of person comes along I will know to move on away from that situation if that makes sense but yeah like even like I said like it's like even whoever it is it can either be a lesson mm. a blessing or like you know like they're there for life whether it's a friend or a family member absolutely mate absolutely so we've touched on your university and how you've developed in terms of one trying to find out exactly who you are you feel a lot more comfortable now in the way that you are you've slid into my dms you're happily speaking to other people (laughs) i think that's a great way that we should be in the world especially coming from a very shy person i wish i had the confidence just to kind of put my hand out or just smile at people openly in the world because even through my very short experience on this podcast i've met some incredible people and i realized that i'm at my happiest when i'm connecting with people and when I'm getting on with people. So I think it's fantastic that you're doing that at such a young age. What have you done since university or what are you looking to now achieve moving forward in life? Moving forward, um, like obviously I'm in first year Aston University mm-hmm. doing business management. Great uni. Kind of the typical thing for a Punjabi <laughs> boy. <laughs> I won't lie to you, typical thing. But um, all in all, from young, I've always like, I've just always wanted to be self-employed. It's, it's not that like, okay, it's, it's, it's decent working for people. If, if they give you decent benefits. But what I find is that if you can control your own destiny mm. and you can build what you want to build, it, it may not be something that you know now. Like even me, I'm still like, oh, what do I do? Do I go this way? Do I go that way? It's, mm. I still don't know, but I guess there's still time to figure it out. It's not like life is short, but it's also long as well. And, you know, there is some days where you'll be lazy and there's some days where you, you, you just don't have a clue what you're doing. But it's like pretty much everybody's faking it until they can make it basically mm. in their own ways. Which is not a bad thing. How can everybody know what's going on really? Because everybody's trying to figure themselves out, figure where their foundations are in the world. For me, I want to build myself to the best that I can be. My parents have allowed me to have a lot of freedom. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like even people come up to me and say, why are your mom and dad so like cool with you? What, like that my dad is my dad. He'll know when to tell me like straight to the point, but he'll even have a conversation with me like 
we're like best friends mm. which i love and the same thing i can do with my mom as well so you know I, i'm glad that i have parents like that i've got two lovely sisters as well mm. you know they're growing up now you don't even realize how much they're growing up until you actually see them you're thinking how, how did you get taller <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. it's, it's all a crazy one even myself i look in the mirror i think where did this beard come from yeah. but it just like, i always remember when i was younger as well in high school i think what I, I always wanted a beard this mm. person's got a beard mm. why can i have one but then it just comes in your own time like, as everything does absolutely mate and like for myself you know i think for the bow, bow reg I am today, like I would say for myself, I'm a loving, caring, humble, but more selective person mm. <clears throat> based on the experiences I've already had. Because li- life is already hard as it is. Mm. Life's already, the responsibility is going to start ended up piling up anyways. So there's no point it will be negative. You could have just got to try to be as positive as possible. Absolutely. I think that's really well said. And this actually helped me massively, my mindset, and hopefully it can help the listeners as well, is the moment I realised that every single person is just figuring it out and regardless of their external appearance or how they seem to have it all together and realising actually they don't and just like you, just like me, just like the person listening to this, we're all just figuring it out. Nobody's give us the perfect blueprint for life. I don't believe that one exists. Yeah. I think it's brilliant that you know that at 19 because at 19, I was, I think I was starting uni, doing my first qualification and I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't know what I wanted to become, the kind, yeah. of, the kind of person I wanted to be remembered for. I was not aligning anything with my values or my ethics. And this is something that obviously you're now going through that journey and everyone around your age is gonna actually go through. But I think if you can all just take one lesson away and just know that you don't have to have it all figured out. In fact, I'm now 100%. a little bit older where I'm still trying to figure out what am I going to be doing in the next five years and 10 years? And what happens is as we start to grow as people through our own personal development, our awareness, be more selective, which I thought was a brilliant thing that you pointed out as well, then you'll automatically find yourself moving towards things that you love and like your passion projects, hence my podcast here. So uh, that's a brilliant answer, yeah. mate. Like I said, you're a lot wiser than I was at your age. Hopefully, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> hopefully you continue. So I was going to ask you about your routine, but I'm pretty certain I know how most uh, uni students live their life at uni. So, <laughs> And there's nothing wrong with that because it's all, it's all part and parcel of the journey. I mean, my university routine yeah. was literally vodka, kebabs, hangover, and then, what, and then whatever whatever I could find on TV. So exactly. So I'm not, I'm not going to embarrass you about that, but I want to move on to something that might be able to give somebody, again, some value from this interview is about adversity. So if you can think of maybe like a time, and I know you're still young yet, but I still believe that we become the kind of people we are because of the lessons and the journeys that we go through. So if you could think of a lesson of adversity or a problem that you faced, and then more importantly, once you've shared that, if you could just tell us what you learned from it. I can only generalise this question, if I'm honest. Okay. Because I think what I found has given me the biggest shock this year is holding on to people. Okay. You know, having expectations of people. Because it taught me a lot this year because, you know, you know how it is as well, being a young lad. You think, oh, these are my boys, man. Mm. These are doing it. I want to do it as well. Mm. You know, and, and it, and it work, work in the same cycle. And don't get me wrong, it's all good to have your friends, your boys, whatever you want to call them. But you have to realise when your energy is not being valued or serving your energy to somebody if they're not going to value it because a lot of people are just there to pretty much just take the mick and they, they, they don't really care what's going on in your life. They just want to know because if you're doing better than them, thinking, why can I not do that? Mm. And, and myself as well, like, you know, again, not in an arrogant way at all. Like, you know, I'm, I'm friends with girls. I don't see them like any different to a male. You know, we're all human at the end of the day. And I find, you know, sometimes, you know, it, it may sound bad to say as well, you know, more for gender and quality and stuff, but sometimes girls are just a bit more sensible with their thinking, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
So, whereas lads will just be like, well, we'll be looking at each other, what do you want to do? Or should we have a drink? Shall we do this? It, it, it mainly, it, it just depend on the crowd that you surround yourself with. So once you find that right crowd, hmm. that's when it will be all good and well. But it's just finding that right crowd and finding who to stay away from, who to stay with. Mm. Um, you know, I used to see quite a lot of validation from others as well. When all in all, I only need to worry about if it's good for myself. Mm. And when I look back at it now, it was good. It was great every single time. And if I didn't look at other people all the time, then, you know, I would have started to appreciate myself a lot earlier. But now I'm glad that I'm st- still young and still learning now, learning now that I only need to worry about if it looks good for me mm. and not anybody else, because you're the only one that you have in this world. You know, you have your family that you keep close, friends, you you know, friends of the family that you choose. And, you know, it, you only need to care what you think of yourself as a whole and a fair few that you can really trust. And, and that's the bottom line, really, for me. Absolutely, mate. I think that's a brilliant point that you just made there. And I think some of the stuff that you're explaining now isn't stuff that I believe that we had to go through, especially my generation or the generations older than myself, because the whole getting validation from your peers or getting validation from social media it's become a massive massive problem in society Definitely. and and you also touched on a very good point as well in relation to women being more sensitive and more i suppose open to talking about their feelings and this is something that i really want to try and work on in the future is getting men to open up about their vulnerabilities and talk about their weaknesses mm. or things that they struggle with because male suicide is far too high for what it should be in fact it should never be mm. mental health is obviously poor as well with males as well and i just think we have such a bravado and this kind of we have to show strength all the time that we're almost too afraid to kind of speak and it causes mm. problems so i think it's great that maybe it's you as an individual or hopefully it's more widespread across your community that you guys are at least acknowledging that there is this need here in your society so i think that's brilliant i think it's also important that anyone in your age range or anyone going through what you're going through doesn't seek validation externally it's all about receiving internal validation first you've got to love yourself before anyone else out there can love you because irrespective of what they say Mm. when it comes down to it you sit in your own mind on a daily basis and your your mind can be your best friend or it can actually be your enemy so you really need to work on that so it's reassuring for me listening to you to know that you're in a much better place 100 i mean i think like even how you're saying there sorry to cut you off it's just no no you carry on with mental health and you know even as you said the suicide like i didn't know that myself that male suicide is going up but with mental health like i I find it such a big because even myself like i won't sit here and lie and say i haven't been through it myself i have because i always think like you know I've, i've been there in my bed feeling low as hell you know feeling feeling rock bottom thinking you know, and people will say to me, what do you have to stress about? You're only 18, 19. And that's okay. That's all cool. That's They're like, we used to get on with it back in the day. But it's just, it's not the same because we've got all this access to social media nowadays. We've got people trying to make themselves look better, put like different, like, you know, brightnesses on their pictures or increase the brightness of their face on their pictures. And, you know, you may meet somebody and be like, they don't like this. They, they're not actually like what they've been trying to portray they are on social media. And that's what Fs it all up because you can't portray yourself to be something on social media. And then when you meet the person, you're like, well, this person is just a whole different spectrum. And with mental health as well, it's, it's always like who can who can do better than the other person? Who can F over the other person? Who can keep on going until some like it's like a, it's like a rat race hmm. or, or like a wolf kind of like a wolf pack sort of thing. Who can be the, the wolf that climbs up the mountain first? And, and all the other ones are trying to like basically just <laughs> drag him down. And it's hard because, you know, even with Punjabi community, once again, they're always like, well, if you say to them that you have a mental health problem, well, <clears throat> they'll just be like, okay, no problem. Just deal with it. Do you know what mm. I mean? It can't be that way because I'm getting worse now. And there's only more awareness about it now because of social media, which the, the benefits of social media as well, 
and all this kind of stuff i think that's a that's a great point and again for the listeners that it's a lot harder and i kind of do sympathize with you guys coming up in this generation where social media has its good parts but it has this kind of evil tale to it as well where i never had to deal with that so growing up for me when i was going to university and we were drinking and partying and stuff we were never worried about taking snaps or or having a whole night out looking through the lens of our phone it was just kind of being there in the moment and experiencing it and then our self-worth wasn't predicated which is a lot better Oh, absolutely. And at the same time, our self-worth wasn't predicated on the fact of when we go home at the end of that night, who got the most likes on that photo or the most engagement, for example. So I'm very grateful for that. And I, th- I think it's important that you mentioned that. But I just want to say something else that you mentioned as well, because you've said it a few times now, and it's probably more so because of your experiences that you're seeing everyone F each other over because of like, you're almost seeing it like a rat race. And I think the rat race thing is an important thing. And I tweeted something this yep. morning. It was taken from Wayne Dyer. And it's a very good quote, which I think is quite useful for where we are right now in this show. And what he says is, we're in partnership with all other human beings. It's not a contest to be judged better than some and worse than others. And I think if we all sin ourselves as sort of partnering up with humans and trying to help each other move forward in this life, because at the end of the day, we're all figuring it out, as we've touched on earlier. I think the world would be in such a better place. But we have this scarcity mindset where we think in order for me to move forward, I have to stand on somebody else or push somebody else aside as opposed to saying, yeah. why don't I hold your hand and we'll move together? And you're always quicker and stronger together. So I think it's reassuring to hear that you're, you've are you got that mindset. And I think if you remain selective, like you mentioned earlier, I think you'll get the right network around you to obviously help yourself move forward. I think what it is is like it's always that you you like it's always a trial and everything as well it's like mm. let's say if you want to create a business right it's always a trial and everything with humans as well like you may trust one and then they may break your trust and you may have trusted that person with your whole heart and, and that's not bad that's not bad shouldn't people shouldn't beat themselves up if that happens because it's a learning lesson that means that person wasn't meant to be in your life mm. and that means that there's better to come because it, it, even even anyways that you've got to have some good days to have some bad days you've got to have some bad days to have some good days it's, it's just as simple as that and you just got to take the positives out of everything that you can. Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. That's a uh, very wise words <laughs> for a 19 year old. So I appreciate, <laughs> I'll tell that, mate. So you're now in your first year of university. You've made massive strides. Your talent and your emotional intelligence is really, really high, which is nice to hear. What scares you. you? Very good question. Uh, currently in my life at the moment, what scares me is not being able to provide a comfortable life for you know potential future wife and kids mm-hmm. you know not being able to help i'm a family now my mom dad my sisters you know they're gonna want to get married and well yeah i think anyways <laughs> and myself as well you know they, they're gonna need help with finance like finance is not the be end and end all but it does make life mm. with more freedom more comfort so you know if, if there's something that i could do to help them make their life easier mm. and maybe I don't know, let's say I had another source of income and I could give it to them, I'd be happy to do that. But it's just, you've got to work hard for these things. My mum, you know, she's a teacher herself. So, you know, I always see her, she's always stressed out. So she's always coming, you know, she'll be work all day. She'll be coming back and then marking papers, you know, till about nine, ten in the night. I don't know how she does it. And then repeat the day. Hmm. My biggest fear is not making their life easier. And my biggest fear is not being able to provide a comfortable life for myself and the family around me. I think you've almost answered the next question as well, which I was going to ask about the motivation. So it seems that your motivation right now is to be able to successfully graduate and then provide different streams of income to facilitate one. Obviously, your sister's getting married, uh, helping your parents at home, and then obviously giving yourself the kind of life that you want as well. Yeah, because like even for me as well, like working under people does kind of get under my skin a bit, to be honest. But you're going to have to do the nitty and gritty for a couple of years of your life because that's the way it is when you're young as well. Uh, you know, 
people have told me that that's the way and you've just got to work hard. You just got to keep your chin up, which is not a problem. So like currently now I'm working at Nando's, which is not a problem. I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy for the free Nando's. I can't complain. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> yeah. But um, it, it's, it's, a, it's a good job for me now. But could I see myself doing that when I'm what, 30 years old? I wouldn't like to think so, if I'm honest, because, you know, even though it's a good job, you know, dealing with customers that are straight rude or having so much pressure put on you and, you know, running back and forth, running back and forth. It's, it's all good while I'm young, but maybe when I get older, maybe I may not just have that energy. <laughs> That's interesting. Firstly, I'm hoping I get a free Nando's after this podcast session as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I can't give you free, but I can give you 40% off. <laughs> That's just as good. The weird thing is, the reason I'm touching on Nando's is, one, everyone knows I absolutely love Nando's. But two, when I was at university, it had just opened on uh, Birmingham Broad Street. And I remember sitting there because I, I worked literally all the way through university so i went to the same uni as you aston uni and i always had a job on no the weekends way. yeah yeah so i had a job on the weekends and my aim i remember when nando's opened after trying it i was like man i really wish i had a job at nando's so it's funny how the world works but there was a point in time where having a job at nando's was literally my dream job at least for that period in my yeah time so appreciate where you are appreciate all the good things and be grateful for everything that's coming your way now it's, it's taught me like you know it's taught me that how to grip my teeth when uh, <laughs> a lot of rude customers come in. So you have to look at after it like it's like, it sounds a bit weird, like it's like your own family. You have to keep it clean, the place, because that's where people are going to come in. Like, you know, if you come into the store, you want to make sure everything's clean. You want to make sure the food's on point, 10 out of 10, not 9 out of 10. Because if it's not, if it's not 10 out of 10, then, you know, you're not going to be happy with the service at all. You know, have a smile on your face and just keep on going. Like, keep your chin up. Even when it gets hard, like even for me, sometimes I'll be like, I'm just touching my forehead thinking, bloody hell, man. I need a break, but you just got to keep on going, man. Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. We're actually at the fun part of the show now. There is no right or wrong answer, but just try and say the first thing that comes in your head. We're going to go in three, two, one. If you could abolish one thing in the world, what would it be? Judgmental people. Peanut butter or Nutella? Peanut butter. Your biggest role model? Biggest role model, my mum. What would you like to be remembered for? Being who I, who I am. Your biggest goal this year? To just keep on working hard, no matter how hard it gets. Your worst mistake? Is listening to other people about a certain person. If you could relive one day again, what day would it be? 26th of May, two years ago. Why? It was just everybody was there, family, friends. You know, we was at my house and it was just it was just one of the most beautiful things. You know, honestly, I really, I, I really love that day. I love it. The ability to fly or be invisible? Invisible. Money or fame? That's a hard one, man, because I'm thinking, well, with fame, you can get money, but then money. Uh, I'd say money. Your favourite food? Mixed grill or Nando's. I'm going to be honest. I can't choose <laughs> on that one. It's either Indian mixed grill or Nando's. <laughs> okay. Uh, speak all languages or be able to speak to animals? Speak to animals. What song best describes your life? Dizzy Rascal, Bonkers. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> would you rather know how you would die or when you would die? How would I? And finally, if you could sit with one person in the world for an hour, who would it be? Probably my baby, my grandma. I love that. So the next question, it's about reflection. And I'm a firm believer that hindsight is a wonderful thing. And it teaches us ways to get there quicker, easier and with less heartache. But I'm also an avid believer that the journey teaches us so much as well in terms of its lessons. So what I want to know is if you could go back in time to one particular moment, knowing everything that you know right now and whisper something to a younger Balraj, what would you say? I just said to myself, I'd say, Balraj, do not worry. It will all come to you in the end. You will not end up failing. You will not a quitter. You are not inclined to please other people. Put yourself first. Say no if you don't want to do it. It's as simple as that. 
enjoy the present moment more. Don't look too much into the future, ruining your thought process already. And don't look back with pain in your heart. These are the broken pieces of the puzzle which you somehow end up still piecing together. Have fun and live life. Enjoy your youth. Don't look too much into girls, alcohol or any other distractions. Just try and discipline yourself more. Keep yourself closed off, but keep yourself loving and humble always. Mate, I love that. I want you to do me a favour after this podcast and actually send me that written form. That was almost like uh, poetic. You mentioned something there. These are the broken pieces <laughs> in the puzzle that still end up piecing together. But I want to do it justice. So if you can send me that actual transcript and what I'll do is I'm actually going to bring that out separately. No problem. I mean, I even I even do have a separate poetry account as well that I do and was like, check it out if you have any time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's on my normal profile, but it's on. It's called word underscore underscore art. Okay. So, check that as well brilliant so sadly that actually brings us to the last question and the last question that i always ask my guests is if in 150 years time science fails to save us and all that exists is a book and this book is about you and everything that you've achieved in your life all your weird and wonderful dreams have been accomplished what i want to know is firstly what would the title of the book say and secondly what would the blurb at the back tell us about you um I wrote it yesterday. Um, I said, you know, he was like no other. He persevered like no other. He had himself. He was elegant, clean-hearted, charming and crazy. He would always go the extra mile for those who were close to his heart. At times, end up hurt. All in all, he always tried to see the bright side of life. The world is already too cold and entangled in its own pleasures to not be positive. I love that. It's powerful. Have you got a title for that? The title... um, the life of an inquisitive man. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant, mate. If you wouldn't mind, could you give us the best sources via social media where we can contact you? Instagrams. I'm uh, Instagram. I love being on Instagram. My Instagram is underscore b dot It's b dot p u r e w a l. Quite active on Snapchat as well. It's b again. B dot p u r e w a l. They're the main ones that I'm active on, to be honest. Okay, no problem. So what I'll do is for everyone listening today, I'm going to make sure I put all of the links so you can contact Baraj directly via his social media. As you've probably seen from some of his answers today, he's very poetic. So I'll be following him on his Instagram poetry handle as well thank myself you. straight after this. I want to thank Baraj for being open about his story and sharing it. And hopefully this influences and inspires many others. And I want to thank everyone at home for listening. Thank you. Thank you. And remember, this podcast is absolutely free. So all we ask in return is for you to share this with a friend and drop us a five-star review over on iTunes. Have an awesome day.